The Rough Drafts Podcast is sponsored by Unicorn.com, the world's premier eSport betting site. Log on today to bet on all your favorite eSports titles at the simple click of a button. Choose your game, choose your team, earn Unicorns, and who knows, maybe you'll earn enough to enter to win any number of fabulous prizes, such as Logitech peripherals or CSGO skins in their marketplace. Unicorn.com. Log on today. Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt King Wassenaar. I'm a free agent head coach and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to the Guess the Lines section of the EU LCS Guess the Lines podcast. We told you guys on our preview episode that the Lions hadn't come out yet. Luckily, they came out overnight. They were here first thing in the morning when we woke up, and we just knew that we had to talk about them and get them out to you, as well as our best bets for the week as soon as possible. And of course, when I say we, I am referring to my good friend and fellow contributor at Slingshot, Walter Ciedis Fedchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? Oh, come on. This is We only did this just because we said we were going to do three podcasts last week. So here's the third <laughs> podcast. It's quick, <laughs> mini little... You know, this is like a little shot. This is like the little shot. You had the like full course of wine uh, listening to the preview podcast, which if you haven't done that yet, shame on you. Go do that right now. Go drink your wine. And now this is like your after dinner like Kahlua shot. You know, this is it's what everything, it, it's your little nightcap before you go off into the, the wondrous world that is the European LCS. I promise you it will not put you to sleep. Oh, yeah. If, if nothing else, we can assure you that the EU LCS will keep you on your toes. Last week was a crazy one. We went over everything in that preview podcast. Like we said, go listen to that if you want to hear our deep analysis. This is going to be all about the lines. We're going to go over each one. We're going to do our smart money bets. All that stuff you've come to love about the Guest Alliance podcast that we couldn't add in yesterday. And let's start with the fact that we killed it last week. We told you guys we were going to change up our strategy on betting in Europe. We bet on three teams to win the blue side of their series. We had H2K plus 130 over Fnatic. We had Rocket plus 150 over Vitality. And we had Splice plus 140 over Shulk. And we hit all three of those babies for a total of $420 of profit. That's not a meme. That is the actual amount of profit we made, you guys, which brings us to $445 of free money you could have if you just listened to everything we told you to do on this podcast. It's free money, folks. You might as well take advantage of it. Absolutely, man. Free money. I'm so glad I coined that term. I'm so glad I'm the person that came up with putting free and money together in the same sentence. I really should trademark it. (laughs) Seems like a great idea and would not get me sued by probably like Montel Williams or something. (laughs) That's fair. You know, it's one of those things. For those of you who don't watch daytime television, Montel Williams used to be famous and now he schleps payday advance loans on CBS and ABC at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Just in case you don't watch TV anymore, folks. Oh, man. That is that is way too sadly accurate. We need to move on to something happier, which this Origin 
Rocket series. Yeah, gam- well, that, that has never caused anyone any sadness, obviously. <laughs> Gambling is 100% uh, an enjoyable enterprise. But you know what? We're esports gambling experts. It says so on our Twitter account. So clearly that has to be true. Let's start with Rocket versus Origin. Walter, what were you looking at when you tried to guess the line here? I don't know. Nothing's been working for me. So I kind of uh, threw a dart at a board and saw what numbers came up. And um, Rocket's been playing better than Origin. So I go, okay, well, Rocket must be the favorites then. And I put Rocket minus 185. Okay. You get this one. I did not think that Rockat was going to be the favorite, mostly because I am way too cynical towards my own team. And also, Origin is a much bigger name. I figured that after going 2-2 and last week, people might say, oh, Origin's coming back, so as is super crazy, and Airwalks is, you know, potentially going to submarine the team at any time. I guessed Origin minus 130. It is Rockat minus 154. So point to you. I think that's fair. It's kind of unfortunate. I wanted Rocket underdog lines for this, but now it's Origin plus 115 at the underdog, which I don't really think there's I, much value in. I don't think Origin's going to be a favorite in any series unless it's against like maybe two teams when you have XPK playing AD carry. It just it, it wouldn't make sense to me for them to be favorites against anyone unless they really turn it up and have like some really, really good showings against really, really good teams. That- but... There is a chance for maybe a map here. It's the one tricky thing, though, with Rockcat is they're the team that wins red side in their ties. Mm -hmm. They're the team that forces these red side wins. So it kind of comes down to do you feel more comfortable gambling against Rockcat on blue or red? And that's where I'm not so sure yet. I'll be honest. At plus 115, I think we could get better odds elsewhere. So I think we should keep looking. And let's keep looking with Fnatic versus Shulk 04. Obviously, we both said that this was going to be Fnatic series to lose. Where do you think the line is, Walter? Yep, definitely Fnatic. Overwhelming favorites, I believe. I have them at minus 333. Ooh, too high. Too high, my friend. I said minus 270. It is Fnatic minus 238, which I was surprised by. I don't don't know if Schalke has done enough that the odds should be that low. That seems... That seems a bit close for my liking, personally. That Shalk did have a great week one, and I get Fnatic did get blown out by H2K, but still, that seems extremely, that seems really, really forgiving for Shulk and really punishing to Fnatic when you consider H2K is probably, you know, one of the top two teams in the European LCS right now. So that's a little, that's a little low to me. That's like really low to me. Yeah, I, I don't see why. Sh- it's Shulk plus 180. I don't think those are particularly good odds to take even a single map. I think Fnatic's just the better team, and I think they play a very similar style. So I don't know. There's there's not enough value in it for me, but some of you who are bigger Gilius fans than I am maybe will see it differently. Vitality versus the Unicorns of Love, two teams that really struggled last week. Walter... Do you see a bounce back for either of these teams? And where does that line leave you hanging here? I mean, someone has to win a game, maybe two. We'll, we'll see. This is probably very likely going to be a tie. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll gamble accordingly. But my line is Vitality minus 200. Okay. You get this one because I went too high. I said Vitality minus 220. 
I don't think any team that loses 2-0 to Giants is any good. Sorry, Unicorns of Love fans. I just don't have a lot of faith in your team right now. It is Vitality minus 161, which is giving a lot of respect to a team that lost 2-0 last week. I still think, though, these teams are fairly comparable. In fact, I even would lump, like, Giants and, and OG, like... The bottom four teams in Europe, I feel like, are fairly comparable against each other. Certain teams do have advantages, like Giants has a better mid laner than, uh, than you know, Unicorns of Love and and Origin H two K. Even might be slightly better than Nuke Duck. We'll see as we get to see more of of Knight. Um, but you know, Vitality has a probably the best top laner out of those four, and and you kind of go and look at where each team is successful or not. But I think right now lumping those four teams kind of together at the bottom of the pack is reasonable. And you're likely going to see some reasonable odds in that scenario. I can understand where you're coming from on that. Personally, I haven't seen anything from Unicorns of Love that makes me feel like they have a player that I trust to win a game in the same way that I trust someone like a Cabochard or a Nuke Duck to step up if somebody has to on this team. But at the same time, both of these teams are in the bottom four spots right now. Vitality has actually won more games, even though they're behind in the standings because wins are more valuable than ties. So it's it's certainly two teams that I, I guess are, are closer than maybe they are in my head. I just I'm not going to get over the way Unicorns played last week. It was a it was rough to watch. And, and maybe that's biasing me a little bit too much there. But let's get to a game that I think a lot of people are excited about. H2K versus G2. This is a G2 with expect, but this is still the team that won Europe last split, a team that people are really digging right now and is, have done a lot to cement themselves as the front runners until proven otherwise. Do you think H2K showed enough improvement last week that they can take these guys out, or is this G2's series to lose? This is really going to come down to how much Kikis impacted G2 as a team in terms of his teleport timings and his decision-making when it came to his landing phase and when choosing when and where to teleport. Um, I don't think that Expect is going to nail that, you know, day two, his second game, essentially. Um, but I do think that the team around him is the best team in Europe. Shrek is the best jungler in Europe. Perks is the best mid laner in Europe. Sven is the best AD carry in Europe. Don't try to tell me otherwise. And Mithy is arguably the best support in Europe with Kossing and Yellowstar kind of taking a step back and not playing as well. It might be enough to carry them, but at the same time, H2K is very good in their own right across the board, or probably top three in their positions as well. That being said, I have G2 minus 165 because you got to give the champs their due. I think that was a, a very solid guess and unfortunately was not better than my guess. I got it almost exactly. I said G2 minus 150. It is G2 minus 143, which again, I, I think Unicorn just doesn't want us to get value in these underdogs here. I like H2K a lot in this series. I think that Expect could very easily struggle, especially against a top laner as strong as Oduwamne is. So it's definitely something we might return to when we get to the best bets section of this podcast. But really, really a very reasonable line, I would say, for G2. 
No, absolutely. They're, they're, they're the two best teams in Europe, and it's going to be very close when they play against each other, especially with the change on the top lane going to expect from Kikis. So this is probably the best series in Europe this weekend, and um, I'm, I can't wait to watch this game in particular. I'm glad it's on Thursday. That's very fair. And let's wrap up these Thursday games with our last one of the day, Splice versus Giants, uh, a team that showed some solid potential last week as they took that 2-0 victory over Schalke and a team in Giants that finally got a victory even if it was against the Unicorns of Love. We've gone into the flaws of both of these teams in yesterday's podcast but Walter where do you think that leaves us as far as the gambling line is concerned? Splice are overwhelming favorites. I get that Giants had a 2-0 against Unicorns of Love, who might be the worst team in the European LCS, but Splice is taking games off of the upper mid-tier and really looks like they've kind of turned around from where they were last split. So I'm going to say Splice at minus 225. Oh, man. I barely squeaked this one out. I said Splice minus 210. It is Splice minus 200, which I think is... Within the realm of fair, but definitely on the lower side. Especially given that, as you said, Splice has taken games off of good teams. They've gotten two draws, and their loss was against G2. So I don't consider that a particularly bad loss by any means. But I guess we have to give Giants some respect because Knight looked so good last week. Is, is that where we are right now with this Giants team? I, I guess. I mean, Knight was the only person that did look all that you know, great. And I guess a 2-0 against the worst team in the league is something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey. I, I, it's a reasonable line, but I, I still think it should be a little bit higher. Technically, Origin is the worst team in the league. And I'm going to remind Origin fans of that as long as I can get away with it. Because it is one of the weirdest stats possible. This is why best of twos are just insane. It's going to be interesting to see how long that lasts. I don't think it'll be very long. But... Let's move on. Unicorns of Love versus G2. I don't think there's much to say about this game. One of these teams is good. The other is Unicorns of Love. Where do you think the line is, Walter? G2 minus 450. Okay, you get this one. I said G2 minus 400. I was too low. It is G2 minus 476, which is absolutely reasonable. I wouldn't take Unicorns of Love at plus 320. So let's move on. This one I found fascinating. From a gambling perspective, Rocket versus Schalke. These teams are nearly tied in the standings. Rocket does have one extra tie their way thanks to that game against G2 that they were able to grab. But all in all, these are two teams that are very similar in just having to trust these somewhat inconsistent junglers, to say the least. Walter, when you're looking at two volatile players like this that are going to have such a huge impact in the pace of the game, how does that affect where you drop the gambling line? They're, they're volatile players and the two junglers, but I talked about this on the podcast yesterday, on the actual European Preview podcast. Shulk doesn't have a powder keg. They don't have someone that can just take over a game and be the hard carry, and Rocket does, and they've shown that they're very willing to allow Steelback to carry the games for them. And they are just excelling in this sort of late-game teamfighting phase where Schalke, that was sort of their bread and butter against weaker teams last spring and then earlier on in the year. Rockets also taken a game off of both of the top two teams in Europe in H2K and G2. I think you have to 
make them the favorites, and I think you have to give them the edge in this series. That's why I have my line at rock out minus 170. Okay, you went too high, so I'm going to get this one. I, again, I don't have a lot of faith in my team because I am a very cynical style of fan. I've been an Atlanta Falcons fan for too long. I will expect the worst until proven otherwise. So I said rock at minus 130. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of sad to be almost correct here. It's rock at minus 118. Schalke is the underdog at minus 111. I, I don't. I think Rock at minus 118 might be a smart money bet. That's that's pretty good odds, considering the fact that Schalke... Like, Schalke looked good in week one, but then in week two, they looked very mediocre. They had the 1-1 against Origin when they're using Xpeke as their AD carry, and they lost 2-0 to Splice, and Splice is a better team, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a world-beater team. And that's, you know, kind of really the difference in the strength of schedule. Shulk's only win came against Unicorns of Love. They have these two ties against Origin and H2K, and while the H2K tie looks good, the Origin tie looks mediocre because Origin is currently at the bottom of the table. And you look at Rocket, Rocket, again, their victory over Vitality doesn't look as good as the victory, it doesn't look as good as a victory over a better team, but... The team that Vitality has has stronger players in the solo lanes than, in my opinion, Unicorns of Love does in Cabo Shard and Nuke Duck. And Vitality was a very, very strong team over the course of the last split that kept the majority of its core. So it seems rather disrespectful to Rockat that this line is that low. I just love the fact that we're two weeks into the season and we're talking about lines being disrespectful to Rockat. That was pretty basically my only hope heading into the season is that at some point I could say, man, Rockat's being disrespected here. That was the dream. We've achieved it. Go team. We're going to move on. Splice versus Fnatic. I got this one almost exactly. I feel like you probably will as well. Where do you think the line is on this game? I have Fnatic minus 200. Okay, you went too low. Damn. It is, I said Fnatic minus 300. It is Fnatic minus 303. Which I have mixed feelings about. Like, that's where I figured the line would be based on how they've been favoring Fnatic over the course of the split. But Fnatic showed last week there are some significant weaknesses in how their bot lane positions right now. You know, that Draven only works when you're able to position perfectly in the lane, take advantage of every positioning mistake that your enemy makes, and find a way to just snowball throughout these team fights. And Fnatic let it happen two games in a row, despite the fact that they knew what was coming in game two. To, to me, this is something where, if I look at this new look splice and the way that they've been able to funnel resources into Kabi, the way that they've been able to really let the rest of this team work as a full unit, I think Fnatic can be exploited for a map here. Do you agree? Am I crazy for thinking this? That's the thing is I keep re I keep remembering Splice just absolutely decimating Shulk, and then I forget that they also got O2'd by G2 last week. So maybe maybe I'm overestimating Splice, and I thought that perhaps the the 2-0 at the hands of H2K would have them bring Fnatic down a little bit from the high that they had been at. Splice definitely stands a chance, and this is really important for them to show that they do 
that if they belong in an argument for contending for a European championship this summer, they really do need to take a game, maybe even two off of Fnatic, so that we really take them seriously. Because it's one thing to beat all these lower tier teams and go, yeah, you're the best of the worst. You're, you know, the you're the good bad team, basically. It really takes you to another level when you can beat one of the teams that are considered one of the best in Europe. And Fnatic still, in a lot of analysts' minds, are considered one of the best teams in, in Europe. So we'll see. This is definitely going to be a rough road, though, for Splice with how well Spirit's been playing. Well, that's going to be the key, is you really have to be coordinated because if Spirit is going to keep playing things like Kha'Zix that just prey on people being isolated... You've got to be able to communicate as a unit and make sure that no one's being left stranded. You know, no one's getting caught out when trying to make those important rotations and getting objectives across the map. It's going to be a tough ask, and probably not quite as tough of an ask of you getting these next two correct, which you'll need to do to time me on the week, especially because I got one almost exactly. But, you know, we never know. Hashtag the dream. We're going to move on to Vitality versus H2K. Obviously, H2K had an incredibly strong week last week. Vitality, it looks like, had some issues. How do you see this series shaping up, and where does that put the line for you? Oh, H2K is going to go on a run. That that bottom lane is going to get absolutely crushed by how well Freeze and Vander have been playing together. It's H2K minus 450. So I'm going to win the week, and I'm going to be honest with you. I absolutely agree with every part of your logic that says that that's where the game should be. Absolutely, positively, H2K look like a much better team. And yet somehow, I guessed H2K minus 250. It's H2K minus 182. What? I have no explanation. I am bereft of vocabulary. I don't understand. Did Vitality like go 4-0? Last? Did they win four games? No, they won one against Origin and got 2-0 by Rocket. I'm sorry, I'm going to make you bleep this. Are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> I don't have no, I have no words. I have no words. Like, I understand that Vitality gets a bump because they're Vitality and people still expect them to somehow turn things around because of the name, but... I mean, come on. Oh, they look terrible. Minus, yeah, it's minus 180. Oh, my minus, God. Actually, it's not, even, it's not even minus 187. It's minus 182. We're that's not awful. even at minus 180. It's Vitality plus 135. Who takes that bet? That's awful. I, I, that, is, that, is, that, might, that might be one of the worst odds I've ever seen from Unicorn. I have no explanation. Here's what worries me about it, right? Let's use the the transitive property for a moment here. If H2K is only minus 180 favorites over Vitality, and Vitality is minus 160 favorites over Unicorns of Love, that would mean that if H2K played Unicorns of Love, they'd put that line at, what, minus 250? Minus 240? Like, that's insane! We would call that one of the stupidest lines we've ever seen, too. Keep in mind that H2K is plus 110 against G2. So so what? G2 would only be minus 220 against Vitality? Of course not. This makes no sense. This line makes absolutely no sense. That's, that's 
incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Because you consider it this way, G2 is minus 476 against Unicorns of Love, and Vitality is minus 161 against Unicorns of Love. Yeah. And H2K versus G2 is minus 143? I don't know. That's awful. That is... I I can't even begin to imagine what Vitality has done to make you give them that much credit. Well, clearly Raya just put out such an impressive performance last week. I cannot say that with a straight face. We're going to move on. I, God. That's, yeah, sorry, Unicorn. We, we love you as our sponsor, but that is a terrible line. That's awful. Giants <laughs> versus Origin. Last game of the week. I got this one almost exactly. Where do you think it is, Walter? Whatever, you already won the week. Origin minus 200. Okay, but here's the thing, Walter. Our, our good friend over at eSports Fans, our former sponsor, and a guy who's been a podcast listener for a while, Steve Kaffmeyer, he likes to point out that he thinks that we should be giving you a spread when guessing the lines every week. A plus three and a half, he said he'd be interested in taking you. If that was the case, he would have lost this week because I'm going to win seven to three. <laughs> I said minus 220, it is minus 222. So sorry, Steve. You really shouldn't have. Uh, plus three and a half seems to have not been enough this time around. And when you told me that yesterday, I told you even I wouldn't take those odds. <laughs> We're going to have to turn this around, man. But honestly, I don't think I could blame you for at least a couple of these. This is, this is what happens when a region is topsy-turvy, when we're having articles like your favorite team sucks and that's okay. I, I don't know how many of the teams in this region right now are all that great. I think we imported a lot of Korean talent that, for the most part, hasn't necessarily panned out. And it's left a lot of teams with a lot of big question marks. And, you know, hopefully middle-of-the-pack teams like Rockhead and Splice step up. Schalke maybe steps up. You know, hopefully Fnatic, H2K, G2, we start seeing consistency from them. Maybe Origin finally turns things around. You know, there are reasons to be hopeful. But two weeks into the season, I think the lines here show, if nothing else, we are in a wild west of a split. But, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed us lamenting some of these crazy lines. uh, And you're going to be able to enjoy some of the smart money we're going to win you. We got to come up with three lines, Walter. I want to take Splice on blue side against Fnatic at plus 220. Tell me why I shouldn't do that. not the craziest thing you've ever done. Okay. I mean, where else are we going to get any value here? That's... Well, I want to take Rockat. Actually, do we want to... Do we dare to do some, some double bets here? Do we think Rockat can 2-0 Schalke? I think there's a decent chance of that happening. And the odds are very good on that. So I would do that. I I go rock at two owing Schalke. That's there's potential for that. Schalke could very easily be falling apart right here. Like they have to play against Fnatic and then also play against Rockat. And I think Rockat has more weapons on their roster uh, to kind of offset the the weaknesses of it. So I I would I would go two zero with Rockat. If you do the multi bet and you take Rockat to win both map one and map two, you get plus two forty two odds on that. I will gladly take plus 242 to get Rock at a 2-0 over Schalke. I take that. That's very reasonable. I think so that's, that's a smart money bet. Yeah, that's a smart money bet. And then the last one I think we should consider. I want to take H2K blue side over G2 because I'm not sure expect is good. 
and that's plus 110. I, yeah, I'd do that. I'd say that's fair. I'm even tempted personally to take that as a 2-0 in H2K's case, but I'm not sure if that's necessarily smart. Because, again, I just totally talked up G2 having four of the best players in their position in Europe. Yeah. I'm just not sure how they're going to react to if H2K kind of, like, stomps them in game one. Like, that's the one thing I'm worried about is H2K comes out in game one and just stomps them. How do they react? Because they haven't really had someone beat them handedly in a long, long time. That's fair. I just feel like we took two riskier bets here, so I'd rather have the safer one and just take them on blue side. Because I think H2K will definitely have the advantage on blue side. Especially if we're trying to put G2 and have him expect in a comfort position. Well, you're only going to get one counter now, and it's likely not going to be your top lane. So I prefer going that way if that works for you. Unless I, it, to- it totally works for me. That's, uh, that's honestly the best thing he could have said is that it, it's a smarter bet. It's a safer bet. I'd totally take it. Yeah. So our smart money bets for the week, Splice plus 220 over Fnatic on blue side, H2K plus 110 over G2 on blue side, and the Rawcat multi-bet to get a 2-0 over Schalke plus 242. Go ahead and lock those in and enjoy your free money because that's what we do on this show. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you did, you should check us out on soundcloud.com slash esportsroughdrafts or on iTunes, if you search for Rough Drafts on the podcast section there, you can subscribe in either place, even leave a review if you'd like. It really does help us out quite a bit, so we appreciate when you guys go and do that. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. If you like us live-tweeting games, you should follow the podcast at Rough Drafts Pod. That'll let you know whenever a podcast comes out. And if you like live-tweeting, we live-tweet during most of the LCS games. So you'll be able to get our live reactions to some of these crazy things that have been going down in the LCS. And of course, you can also follow our personal accounts. I'm at RedshirtKing on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? You guys can find me at Sadies underscore LOL. Perfect. We're going to wrap this up now and move right on over to our North America Guest Alliance preview podcast. That's going to be out on Thursday on SlingshotEsports.com, so be sure to check that out. And until then, goodbye, Internet.